Welcome to our podcast, Journey with Jesus, a podcast where two friends share coffee and Jesus conversation to give you hope in your journey. There is joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus. Tanya, what is the scripture that we are focusing on today? Would you read that for us? I would love to. Today we're coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, and today I'm reading from the New Living Translation. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Wonderful. So tell us what you think take every thought captive means, or capture every thought, I think is your version. How do we do this in today's world? How do we take every thought captive, and really what does that mean? Well, I think when we have thoughts that are not necessarily aligned with what God would want for Mm -hmm. us or even in a positive way, there's so many negative things that can distract us. I think that's a way that we can take those thoughts and before they become part of our heart or become part of who we are, we have a chance to turn that and turn that back to a way that would be more pleasing Mm -hmm. for God. Even if it means, God, you know I, I shouldn't have that thought. So help me. Help Mm -hmm. me overcome this. I think it's an opportunity to use one of your favorite scriptures, Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is a perfect opportunity to take and spin this in another direction so that you use prayer and scripture to guide you to what God would want for you. Excellent. I love that answer because we do have thoughts that can mislead us. Every day thoughts come into our mind. They're either positive or negative. And if we don't listen to God, if we don't pray for direction or read the word of God, then we can at times make the wrong choices and act upon those thoughts. I think he's calling us also to obey him. Yes, absolutely. And here's the thing. When we don't, he gives us the opportunity to try again. So it's not like we're stuck in a rut. It may take us 50-something years Mm. to figure it out, but when we do, he's there to bless us with something else. He is. So whatever you're thinking, say these thoughts are coming into your head today, right now as you're listening to this, and things, oh, I wish I would have done that, and why did I do that? How many times do we find ourselves looking back, I shouldn't have done that, or worrying about what might happen or what's to come. Those thoughts aren't from God. He doesn't want us worrying. He always says, don't be anxious about anything, but take it to me in prayer. Yes. And be thankful for for what I've already given you or what I will show you. So I think before you go into those type of thoughts, pray. Ask God, Lord, is this from you? And he will never mislead you. He will never take you in the wrong way that would hurt you or harm you. Correct, because he wants goodness for us. Mm -hmm. He truly does. And he created us for a purpose. And when we exercise our faith and we trust him, even in the times when it looks like, how can this come together? The only way it could come together is something God could do. It's an opportunity for us to grow and expand where we're thinking and Mm -hmm. take those thoughts another direction. Exactly. Our thoughts come from God or they come from other sources. There's good and there's evil. 
And there's a scripture in Galatians that said our sinful nature, which we all have a sinful nature, wants to do evil or the opposite of what the Spirit wants us to do. But the Spirit gives us desires opposite of our sinful desires. Now, of course, God wants us to do what the Spirit would have us do. He wants us to walk in the Spirit. So how do we do that? Tanya, how do you find yourself walking in the Spirit? I know for me, it's just a one step at a time. We've talked about this, one faith step at a time. Even when it seems like it's not working, you have to cling to your faith to get you through it. Trust God. He will take care of the details. When we are weak, He will give us His strength to carry us through. And it makes it all work out the way God intended, even if it's not on our own timeline. I'm glad you mentioned strength because we can only get our strength from God. There are going to be times when we are so weak. We're human. Our bodies don't always feel good. I mean, we, we have things that go through our mind that bring us down. We can get lonely or depressed or discouraged. But one of my very all-time favorite scriptures is from Isaiah 40, verse 31. Let me read it. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And this scripture was very relevant to me in my life at a time when I was weak. My husband and I had been trying to have children. We had been married for three years and wanted to have a family. Well, it wasn't happening right away. And let me tell you, I lost my strength. I was very discouraged. It seemed like everyone around me was pregnant. Everywhere I looked, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Why can't I get pregnant? It wasn't the time for me to get pregnant yet, but what I realized is that the only way that I could find strength and get through this hard time was if I did what the scripture says, and if I waited upon the Lord, that my strength was renewed. And I, in fact, saw this scripture one day as I was walking downtown. I was in the middle of lunch hour. I had worked downtown and I was walking downtown and I looked over and I saw a statue with an eagle and it had this scripture quoted on it. And I stopped a minute and I thought to myself, I'm not waiting upon the Lord. He has the perfect timing. If I will wait upon Him, He will renew my strength. And at that moment, I said a prayer of, Lord, I know it's, you will help me here. You know the desire of my heart. You know I want to be a mother. And not long after that, he gave me direction on what I could do differently. Instead of worrying so much, just trusting God. And sure enough, I did get pregnant. It wasn't right away. I still had to keep praying, but it was soon after. You bring up some neat details in that story. Number one we do need to take even the smallest things to God because He wants to do that for us. He's just waiting for us to be obedient. He is. He is waiting for us to reach out to Him and recognize. And it's easy as a Christian thinking, oh, He doesn't want to know about my challenge here, or my mm -hmm. conflict here, but He does. And I think that is where we really get to grow is when we take all those things to Him, even though they seem trivial, 
to us that we think that he would think of them as trivial. Mm -hmm. It's part of the child that he loves and he wants to give those things to you. There is so much that can happen when you don't allow yourself to focus on the world and you focus on God. And I think that's what our initial scripture is really all about. It is that daily opportunity that you get to make a choice and how you're gonna approach your life. Are you gonna be obedient to what God wants for you? You did. There was still some waiting involved, but you do have two wonderful children. How wonderful is it that God gets to shower us back with those things when we wait for Him? And He wants us, like you said, to take every thought captive. Nothing is too big, nothing is too small. I kept having the thought that I would never be able to get pregnant, that everyone else was pregnant, but that I would never be able to do that. Well, it wasn't until I took those thoughts captive to Him and I started praying, Lord, help me I, in bringing this to You, and what is Your will for me? That's when I was able to really start obeying Him. And He was telling me, wait, trust me, wait, Your time has not come yet. And now I see why I can look back and say, you know, my children are five years apart and it's perfect timing for our life. I can just see how it all, he worked it all out. And I didn't know at the time. It's interesting that you said you kind of told yourself, I'm not going to get pregnant and all those mm -hmm. things. I can't encourage you enough. And this was one of the things that got me through cancer treatment. I was determined regardless of whatever I was facing, that my attitude was going to be good. Because 90% of what happens to us is our attitude in the midst of it. We may be going through something awful. You did, and you're waiting to have children. Me, while well, I went through chemo. But my attitude carried me through when I was struggling. Yes, I was praying to God. Yes, I was giving it to Him. But you have to go through the day-to-day -day stuff. And when you change your attitude about it, your whole world changes. I'm living proof of that multiple times over. You can either choose to be Debbie Downer about it, or you can rise above it and be positive and know that God's got it. And then you get to give Him all the glory with it. It's such a awesome thing. It is, and I'm so glad you brought that out because I think a lot of times we speak the negative into existence. Oh, I'll never get well. Oh, this will never happen. Instead, we need to speak the positive into existence. I will be healed. I believe that God will heal me. I believe if I just reach out and pray and touch Him that I will be healed. And that is maybe what He's waiting for, that faith. There's a story in the Bible in Matthew chapter 9, verses 20 through 22, of a hemorrhaging woman. For 12 years, this woman was bleeding uncontrollably, and she knew where Jesus was coming. She knew he was coming through the village. So she didn't care what anyone thought. She knew that if she would run through the crowd and just touch his garment, that she would be healed. And you know what she said to herself? She took her thoughts captive. She said, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. And she did that. Jesus turned and saw her. And I love these words from Jesus. He says, take heart, daughter. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. She believed in the healing. She knew that if she touched him, that she would be healed. So we can touch Jesus. We can touch him with our prayers. 
We can touch Him as we read the Word. We can touch Him as we be still and listen to what He has for us. There are ways that He touches us all the time, but are we allowing Him to touch us? I love that you brought that out. It makes me think of a scripture because there are times when even when you're positive and you're working through it, it's a challenge. So I want to lead us to Mark chapter 9, verse 24. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. There are times when I have prayed that numerous times over because I knew what God had placed on my heart. And I knew that His timing had not come yet. And so I am still working to grow. And sometimes it's hard to grow your faith. You're wanting action. You're wanting it to happen now. And God doesn't necessarily think that's the best timing. And I find that when I'm struggling, I cling to that scripture all the more because it reminds me there are places where I'm not as mature as I would like to be with my walk with God. But He can help me while I grow. And that is gorgeous for me. And He will help you. And we all have times of unbelief. But the key is, where are we going to place our trust? Are we going to place our trust in Jesus Christ who gives us all these promises? And it may be that we have to wait. It may just be not now, daughter. Not now, son. But it will happen if you just continue on His will. Give Him your thoughts. Take every thought captive and obey Him. And let me just say, it may not happen the way you have prayed all the time. We're not saying that He's going to answer every prayer the way you want it, when you want it, how you want it. But we are saying if He is always faithful. So trust the Lord. Seek His will for you. And you know, I never knew how long it would take me to get pregnant, going back to my story. But I did know that I had a God that told me, if you wait upon me, I will renew your strength. And at that moment... I had the strength, even before the promise was revealed. And in your process of waiting is when some of the most miraculous things can happen to you. Because if you're in tune with your relationship with God, it's only going to be that much better. Because in that period of waiting, you're going to grow a different direction that you didn't even anticipate. It may not go the way you planned, as you mentioned. I can't stress that enough to those of you that are thinking, oh, I can just pray and it will. Be open to God's will and be open to what God has in store for you because it's always better. And that the old saying, thank God for unanswered prayers. There are going to be some prayers that aren't answered, maybe the way that you thought. But God always has the better plan. Yes. Trust Him. Yes. Trust Him. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just love you so much. We thank you that when we take every thought captive to you and obey you, that you will help us. You promise to help us. You promise us that we can know you. We can have a relationship with you. It's just that waiting one step at a time. That faith one step at a time. So, Lord, help us. Help us when we have those moments of unbelief. Help us to continue going, to keep going in that long path of obedient trust. We love you, Lord, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we get the opportunity to share our hearts with you. 
and touch other people. Thank you for this opportunity. Lord, we know that your word draws us in closer. It helps us understand you better. It helps us see things through your eyes and not our own. So Lord, open our eyes. Open the eyes of our hearts to seek you in a way that we see your plan for us and not just our way of doing things. Let us be open to thy will. Lord, we claim it in the name of Jesus. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're so glad you joined us today. Remember, you can do a simple search, Journey with Jesus, on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. And we love to hear from our listeners. If you could just email us at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, and we will respond. And thank you for listening. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.